and welcome to another tournament in a tea break. It's the end of day four, um, and well, it's been a bit of a day, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good day. It was just some, some... A good day and a bad day. A good day and a sad day. Not bad, sad. You're right. Why don't you tell the listeners about the sadness that we've encountered today the, here in Paris? Yeah. Um, one of the favourites for the tournament. In fact, if, in fact, you know, I'd, I'd even go as far as to say, you know, it's, it's certainly a nailed on for the final. Um, Kiki Burton's withdrew, pulled the ripcord at 1-3 down. Um, she called the doctor out in the middle of a game, so it wasn't even at a, a change of end. She called the doctor out in the middle of the game. She... Um, she looked pretty distressed. Uh, what you could pick up was that she was saying that she's shaking like hell. She's been sick. It turns out that she's got a, a viral Ill, you know, gastro Ill illness that, that took her out at a time when she's probably played some of the best tennis uh, of her career on the, on the clay. So um, just desperately sad way for her, uh, Roland Garros, to finish. Devastating is the word I would use. Yeah, she's, that's not. Yeah, it really felt like this is a season she could do it, and she's out of the tournament. Tournament, and it's not because of her tennis; it's because of a, an illness that happened at the wrong time. So now we lose Kiki Burton's. We've already lost Petra Kvitova. Those were two of my probably top six favorites in yeah. the tournament. So I mean, we have to move on. But uh, yeah, it was definitely a tough moment today, and it was also tough to lose Bianca Andreescu. She yeah. won her first round match, but pulled out with the same old shoulder injury. We were all looking forward to the third round with Serena Williams. Yeah, I mean, um, and for Andreescu, I mean, she's so young, she's so talented, she's so delightfully precocious. Um, I just don't want her to go the same way that Sharapova did with, you know, setting the world alight and then struggling with a shoulder injury for pretty much the entire rest of her career. So, you know... I saw a, a take on Twitter that the, the biggest mistake she did was play Miami straight after Indian Wells because she admitted to us in Indian Wells that she was pretty much stuck together with glue and yeah. uh, spit and glue. Maybe even before Indian Wells because yeah, she played she had the, so, much, so many matches. Yeah, so, um, it, you know, I, I would say at this stage it might even be doubtful that we see her on the grass, which is a real shame because I'd love to see how that game translates. To, to the green stuff. Yeah, just like the clay, I was looking forward to it. She is really just an incredible watch, creative player, and yeah, you hope she's going to be okay. And you know, rough slam for Canada. Roundage didn't play. Yeah. Felix Ogielli seemed pulled out. Andreescu had the bad news, and Shapovalov Shapovalov had a, a dud of a first round match, got smoked yeah. early, and Jeannie Bouchard did well, as Jeannie Bouchard does. does. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with you can say about Jeannie Bouchard, really. So, so hold your horses on Canada world domination for tennis. For but it's such the time a shame being. because Canada had really had this upswing, um, you know, and it happens, doesn't it? That countries suddenly get this upswing of players, and then, you know, even Australia had it with, um, you know, you had Tomic, um, Kyrgios. Tomic. Yeah, I mean, well, when Bernie cares. <laughs> can we laugh? Yeah, okay. Um, Barty, Gavlova. Okay, they still have them all there. Yeah, and, but, and they, Canada but, they just, but they're just kind of on that rocky edge. But anyway, after the sadness, I think um, the motto of the day was business as usual. I mean, Sloan, Gabinier, Carolina. They, those three were just outstanding today. Um, you know, I, I, I sat the, there's, a, there's a lovely gentleman, Nick Pitt, through, from the Sunday Times, who's joined our table. Uh, and I was saying about Muguruza, and he, he scoffed. 
he scoffed. He didn't. He, he didn't doff his hat. He scoffed. And was really? Like, yeah. He was like, kind of, are you kidding me? And I thought, have you seen her? Did you see how she came back? And he goes, oh, she's too flaky. Um, and then he came back and sort of said, you might have something actually oh my goodness thank, like, thank goodness because I was about to go find this guy and set him straight 26 and 5 at Roland Garros is Muguru's I know record. I know and if she's going to get up for anything it's going to be here um, I don't know I, you know she, she looked good today she looked good today and I hope that when we get to the stage where she starts to get tested by people um, and let's not forget she was tested by Taylor Townsend quite significantly in that first round but when she you know she found a way to puzzle through um, Sloane looked amazing today. She looked very clean. Her movement is just to die for on clay. I, I could just sit and watch Sloane Stevens move all day on the dirt. It's, you know, um, and Pliskova, business-like, um, but I, w- I still wouldn't count her out of the mix, especially she's, now. She's lost nine games in two matches. She's doing what she, she needs to do. Yep. Next match is... A little bit tricky. Petra Martic is a hell of a clay quarter. Yeah. So we'll start to see some some real tests in the third round. And we talked about Garbini Mogarutha. She's got Svitolina next. So Yes, that's an amazing third round to, to consider. Um, you know, th- this, this tournament has thrown up some amazing matchups, whether or not they will live up to what, what we expect to see. I mean, we were hoping to see Joe Conta against Kiki Burton's. You know, um, Con- you know, Burton's had actually started to figure out her game on other surfaces, not just clay. And we, you know, she she was beginning to sort of get the measure of, of, of Conta. And then Joe beat her in Rome, and that was a, that was a significant turning point, I think, in Joe's mentality. And it would have been fac- fascinating to see that match up here and how that played out mentally. We won't see it. What we'll see is Conta against Kuzmova. Um, she had a tough fight against Lauren Davis. I mean, you know, Lauren came out with more strapping than a mummy uh, in a Hammer horror film. And, uh, and she really took the fight to her at every stage. Uh, every stage. By the way, they're just about to ch- chuck everybody out uh, in, in, about in a few minutes. Um, so, allez. The fans are gone. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we've just come back from Ponta, who, interestingly enough, is suffering from a heavy cold and has been since Sunday. Huh. She sounds like she's been smoking 20 a day and been on the gym <laughs> at the well, same time. Maybe it works for her. Maybe that's her secret <laughs> yeah. because, you know, this is, this is like we're right on the cusp of kind of like a... A little bit of a run that's going to get a lot of press. And I'm sure, I'm sure, in Great Britain and maybe beyond, because her next match is winnable. Second week of Roland Garros for a player that had never won a match here. Yeah. You know, she we had this. She had this thing with the clay, right? But that thing apparently is fading. Well, she's she she always plays it down. But um, at the end of the day, she's had no virtually no points apart from Rome most years to defend. So with that run in Rome, she catapulted herself up from forty something six maybe up to 26 she picked up around about 20 places um maybe a little less but she just landed herself with a seeding for here and more importantly a seeding for um Wimbledon yes things are looking good for um, you know it's I, I, I'm glad that she's she's on the upswing I think she deserved to be back up in the 20s and the 10s maybe not the rarefied air of the top four top five yeah. but you know let's see uh on the uh, on the men's side, businesses are uh, marked stamped under business as usual. Roger Federer and Nadal. Yeah, I mean, just they're just cruising through the first two rounds. Thankfully for fans that want to see them tested, there'll be a little bit more 
um, there'll be a little bit more to watch in the third round. But today, yeah, I mean, Federer had an interesting match with, with uh, Oscar Atta, which was, I thought was, that guy was a pretty talented player. He, really surprised he, me with his style of tennis. He happily took it to him. You know, I mean, again, he had nothing to lose. So he, he, he swung away quite happily. Yeah, I found it to be a real admirable performance for him. He came out there courageously, and he played probably as, as, as well as he could. Yeah. And Federer was there to weather the storm. Federer saved all the four break points that he faced, and Federer took care of business on his serve. I think Roger Federer played really well, and I think he has been here in this laid-back manner with no expectations, not really... He doesn't really seem to care if he wins or loses. He's just happy to be in Paris, and I think that's working for him right now. Um, well, with Nadal, I mean, basically, I think that it goes, if your name is Yannick, then you may as well just book a, a taxi home. Poor, yeah. poor Yannick the second. I can't believe uh, you played two Yannicks. Alas, poor Yannick. We knew him well. Um, Yannick the second, uh, yeah, just got drummed out. Wow. Yeah, 88 yeah. and 2 is now his record. Yeah, I, every time he wins, I just love to look at that stat. It's a simple stat, but 88 and 2 at Roland Garros. Come on. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. But well, let's see what happens when he actually starts to get tested, if he, get, if he starts to get tested. Gofan in the, in the third round, and I'll briefly say that, that Gofan has dropped only 13 games in uh, the tournament, just like Rafa. Isn't that ah. funny? So, who knows? Gofan did win, score a win over Nadal at the ATP Finals a couple of years ago. Otherwise, he's one in three against yeah. him. It's not going to be but easy. But one in three isn't bad. I, I suspect that this will be the first time that Rafa has tested maybe maybe, maybe in trouble, maybe down a break, maybe loses a set. Something like that's going to happen. Interesting. Interesting. Well, let's, let's hope so. Uh, give me your view on Tsitsipas, your boy, Steve the Hawk. Oh, my love affair is still going strong. Well, he was tested today, though, mm-hmm. by Hugo Delian, and that's another player I was really impressed with. I mean, that guy put some zing on the forehand, some, some heavy topspin drives. He was able to score the first set and be competitive in the other three. I think he got up. I think he, if I'm not mistaken, he recovered a break or, and was up a break in the fourth and had a real decent chance to push it to five but Tsitsipas came through he didn't play as clean or as nearly as well as he did in his first match but the fight was there he was really excited about getting that victory um, he's still aggressive I think he came to the net about 55 times I still think he looks good and I still think we're probably headed for Tsitsipas Federer quarterfinal which will, will be very delightful so yeah Stefano's looking good I, I, it wasn't perfect but it, it can't always be when you're a 20 year old at Roland Garros also, I, th- I think not being perfect. Um, I mean, not, on the one hand, you've got the the Zverev extreme, where you end up in five, lots of five set nonsense one after the other, or you drop a set and it just makes you a little bit stronger. Uh, talking of dropping a set and makes you stronger, let's have a look at tomorrow's lineup. Let's see if Dominic Team can clean up his act a little bit. It was a bit of a messy start for him. Yep. Um, and then, in fact, the, on, marked generally on the must do better. I have Team Williams and Naomi Osaka um, that really need to stamp a bit of authority, I think. They need to arrive at this tournament because I don't yeah. know what was going on in the, in the uh, first round, for, specifically for Serena and Naomi Osaka. Team was a little better, but he struggled as well. So He didn't drop the first set, though, did he? No, he didn't, but he but uh, he dropped the second, and he was in trouble in the third against Tommy Paul, right. American wildcard. So, yeah, they all need to kind of firm it up and really get rolling because, as we know, the, the more troubles you face in week one, the more it catches up with you oh, in yeah. week two, and so they've already had their troubles. They need to kind of... You know, do a little bit of cruising if they really plan on making serious, uh, you know, run at this title. I mean, I don't foresee any issue for for Djokovic. I think Halep has had her little glitch. 
Um, I think she said that it makes her feel stronger, you know, and, and in fairness to Halep, that was a high quality match against Tomljanovic. It wasn't, um, it wasn't a messy match. It was a, it was a good effort from her. Um, and I, I think I'm going to be interested in seeing Zverev and seeing how he does. Because that five-setter... I mean, you, John Millman's the kind of player that was going to cause you grief anyway. But yes. um, he should come through Mikhail Ima. He's oh, on yeah. Simone I Mathieu. think if, if that one goes to five sets, I'm going to hop off this Vera bandwagon for a couple couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Because I, I don't think he's going to uh, survive. And then, of course, we've got Kyle Eben back in, uh, back in play against Pablo Cuevas. That's going to be a tricky one. You know, Cuevas is a... A, a classic clay quarter, um, so that's not going to be easy for him. But some, yeah, obviously, we're not going to have Bianca Andreescu and, and Kenin. Kenin goes straight through. Um, any other matches that sort of catch your eye? Oh, you know how I feel about uh, Dasha Kazakina yeah. playing Monica Puig should be an interesting match. I'm excited about Ash Barty and Danielle Collins. Oh god, that's going to be all kinds of feisty. That <laughs> should be very feisty, and I think Barty will keep her cool and get the job done. But it, potential to be a good match there. I always like to see what Finini can do here in Paris against Del Bonis, who can be dangerous on the clay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, this is the thing with, with Fonini and his maiden masters. Is he likely to make a win? I think I'm going to reserve judgment until he makes it to the second week. Yeah, I think um, so. You need to wait and see a little bit with Fabio. But all, all in all, it looks... I mean, basically, I think if you've got a ticket for Longlen, you are laughing. You have Osaka, Djokovic, Monfils and Manorino, and then Simona Halep. I mean, that's like the dream. I, I'd actually say a ticket for Longlen is better than a ticket for Chatrier tomorrow, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, it's simply because that first match, Osaka and Azarenka are kicking off the day tomorrow. Oh. And we've been waiting for this one for, for a good 24 hours, and we've got another well, 36 hours. We've got another 12 hours to go. I'm, I'm excited. It's gonna, <laughs> I don't know what, how it's going to be because Osaka looked pretty frail in that opener. She's going to need mm-hmm. to have to you know, strengthen her nerves for this match because Vika's ready to go. Vika's experienced. She's poised. She's yeah. calm. She's going to be really feisty and fiery tomorrow. Saka better be ready to go from the start. All right. Well, we will, of course, be back again tomorrow. I think so. You think so? Yeah, why not? Okay, why Why not? not? Uh, Until then, uh, we've been uh, getting lots of French lessons, so we will bid you uh, bonne nuit. Uh, Bonne soirée. Well, that's us leaving, and I'm not leaving yet. But but only our parents are supposed to say bonne nuit. But we are we are parents to our listeners. <laughs> yes, we are. Okay, bonsoir tout le monde. Uh, bye bye.